Hello, my friend, and good morning, too, actually. It's still quite early, and yet when I woke, the world around me is bright. I'm not sure where you are, and Greg, I'm going to be in touch with him a little later today, but we have different worlds, and he has family down in Virginia, period. In fact, we were together last weekend with alumni and friends for a mass there. But today, you find me, and I'm finding you <laughs> when I'm back here on the mountain. But as I woke and opened up the windows and looked out on the world, it is covered with our first snow. Not deep, too deep, but covering wonderfully everything with what we call a blanket of snow. The image is wonderful because it's comforting in a time of year when we need some comfort, when it is getting colder to think of even cold or snow as a blanket for us. What protects us? What makes us strong? And what is with you right now as you begin to listen to this reflection today? It strikes me that we're on the doorstep of Advent, but not yet celebrating the wonderful feast of Christ the King, which in its own language is difficult for many of us, the sense of king or kingdom. But we might think of it as the larger sense of a realm, earth, family, and the power that comes with being a creator who pours out everything into God's own creatures through God's Son, the light of the world the Christos, the anointed one. Simply, we're anointed. (laughs) Those of us who understand ourselves as having experienced baptism as a child or young or older adult know that there's an anointing on our crown, right on the top of our head, which means we're empowered. Power is placed within us by Christ, by God the Father, through his son Jesus. Using language, again, that's gender-specific, but comes from our tradition to try to explain that you and I are sisters and brothers, daughters and sons of a loving God. And that's what we wake up to today. A blanket of love, a covering that doesn't cover us. It does not ask us to be covered. In fact, quite interestingly enough, the reading for today, which I've been looking at and praying over, is the Gospel of Luke 21, 5-19. For the 33rd Sunday of our church year. All of that is language for those of you who don't practice any particular tradition that would number the years, and the Roman church and others do, and sometimes have a different sense of which year is what Sunday is what number. <laughs> and I'm often, often confused by it, but the, the numbering indicates we've been in this ordinary time for a while, and now it breaks into an extraordinary time. It opens up to what we'll call Advent in a couple of years, the letting in of light and the opening up to the darkness that will once blossom into the rose the eternal rose, the rising up of Mary, giving birth to the Christ child. This amazing uh, movement is not a shroud, doesn't cover over. And so it's a blanket of love. Possibly you've been part of or know others who sit in a circle and weave or knit little or larger blankets uh, of healing 
for people with cancer or other diseases. We might image it right now that way, this blanket of snow, this blanket of love that covers us, rather empowers us, rather ennobles us to be the women and men who are now in Sunday's reading and in these coming days invited to know that everything is changing and needs to. It, it calls for that internal availability for renewal and for healing. That we might let that healing begin to happen in us. That we would welcome it. That we call out, begin to call out, come Lord Jesus. And, and uh, feel that. Or that whatever your language is for God would be an appeal. A calling out. A welcoming in. For me it's sort of the... Um, path to Advent that we're entering into as we come through a time of elections in America and the terror of war and the violence of climate issues and uh, many of us probably still ignoring or not being fully aware of the level of poverty in our world or putting it more personally, the number of children, elderly, families, others who truly are destitute when we feel that, we don't want to cover that over. We don't want to blanket that, but we need a blanket of love and comfort within our lives and in the world. And that's where, not so much this blanket of snow, though it's an image for me that I'm working off of today, but maybe it is. Maybe it's a sign. Maybe it's a significant moment to realize that God covers everything with healing love and then asks us to extend that covering, that healing that going forth, that bringing tenderness. In the Gospel of Luke today, Jesus indicates that the temple's going to fall down. Even the beautiful diamonds and rubies and whatever the adornment of jewels were and the gold doors and walls, whatever the structuring of what's that looked eternal, lasting, will not stand up. But we begin to again even as we realize, and I do today, that my heart needs to change, that I am still called in this latter season of my life to a deep conversion. Not blanketed over by ignorance, but cared for by a blanket of love and healing, I, you, all of us can begin to turn our attentions not to man-made, human-made, women-made temples, places of adoration that have availability for others in many ways and over centuries have been necessary for places of prayer and maybe you're in one now or it's your own room or a simple place where you and I can begin to become more quiet and listen to that appeal that can be scary until we realize that Christ is calling us not only to let go of the walls and the ceiling and the floor, but to receive new life into our hearts. To not be covered over by structures, not held in by artificial realities, not claim them as something more than they are. Artifices made to serve, but they will not save is what Jesus is telling us in Luke. The temple may serve us. It may serve us, but it will never 
save us. In Christianity, Christ, we believe, does save all the world. And so we enter more deeply into that truth, even this time of year. And in the quietude of this time, risk feeling a blanket of love. Not a shroud, but possibly some dying. A letting go, but already in this autumn of our lives, a rising up. A newness of life happening as we take time to be still. And with everything that needs change and work on it and care in our homes and families and world, we open to the one who calls us, offers us, the power, the promise, and the place in our inner hearts for the transformation that will change the world. With Greg and the Mountain family and others who cluster with us now, let us be still and know of that God who is with us as a fresh season even in snow. Be still and know. Let us together be still. And in the stillness know God's love. Let us be still. Let us be. Be in God's love. Peace to you, my friend, from Greg and I in the Mountain Community. the Lord at all times. God's praise shall be always on my lips. My soul shall glory in the Lord. The humble will hear and be glad.